Well, hello, church. This is John Garippa. I hope you are all well and safe. Uh, This is a podcast that I am recording that I intend to do periodically during the church hiatus so that we can stay in touch with each other and pray for each other. Um, And so I'm going to send you a link so that you can have this and even share it with your family and friends. I want to be able to review again why we uh, closed the church down, even before we got full notification from the government about that. We have always been very mindful of the older demographic of our church when we closed. Uh, And that discussion has been further confirmed this morning as the CDC has indicated that groups of more than 50 people should be closed down. Our decisions are designed to protect us, as well as our innocent neighbors. Frankly, how could we advance the gospel of Jesus Christ if we were reckless in our personal conduct and ignored the laws of the land about gathering together? And now this morning, I want to speak to you about fear and anxiety. Uh, And as we review our conduct as Christians and our response during this period of time, How should we act as Christians? What should the world see in us as we react to incredible levels of stress? Jesus said it best in Luke 12, verses 22 to 26, and one of the key points that he made there about telling us not to worry about life and clothing and where we were going to be in our future, he said in one of those verses there, quote, do not worry about your life. He then commented how God took care of the birds of the field, that they were protected even though they made no advanced planning for their lives. And so even during the toughest of times, Jesus is telling us that God holds us in the palm of his hand. Yet according to the Bible, there is nothing wrong with realistically identifying the problems of life. While we are not immobilized by fear, at the same time, to ignore danger is both foolish and wrong. God gave us an intellect to be able to handle some of those issues. We need to be mindful not to tempt God with our reckless conduct. Jesus spoke out on this issue as well. In Matthew 4, verses 5 to 7, Jesus was tempted by Satan who brought him up to the top of the temple and said to Jesus, quote, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus responded, quote, It is also written, Do not put your God to the test. And so, there are many parallels to us today. Satan cited in those series of verses to Jesus, Psalm 91, verses 11 and 2, but Satan, as is typical with Satan, as with Satan, he left off a key section of that psalm. And that key section was as follows, to guard you in all your ways, end quote. This verse means as we walk with God and evil crops crops up in some way against us, as we walk in his way and in his will, we will be protected. We don't step in front of a bus 
We don't throw ourselves off of a building. Or even now, we don't violate the governmental proscriptions on safety. If we do that, we are not, quote, walking in his way. Jesus understood that well because he told Satan uh, that thou shalt not put God to the test. God had warned the Jewish people 1,200 years before that they were not to test him. If you turn to Deuteronomy chapter 6 and look at verse 16 in that scripture portion, you will see this citation, quote, Do not test the Lord your God as you did at Massa. Be sure to keep the commands of the Lord your God and the stipulations and decrees he has given you. Do what is right and good in the Lord's sight so that it may go well with you and you may go in and take over the good land that the Lord promised on oath to your forefathers. And so this really clarifies the context of our walk with the Lord during dark times. Yes, we will face evil. Yes, we will face dark times and probably suffering. But as we walk with him in his way, he will protect us. I'm mindful of the example of St. Paul when he was shipwrecked at Malta. You remember that passage. And you know that as he was shipwrecked in Malta and brought up into the sands of Malta, as he was gathering wood for a fire, a poisonous viper latched on to his hand. This was a viper that would normally kill somebody in a matter of minutes. There was no recovery. And yet Paul harmlessly shook the snake off into the fire. The natives were astonished. They were absolutely astonished. How could a man do this? This had to be some special man who did it. No, this was a man of God who was walking in his way. And so no evil could come upon him as he walked in his way within the will of God. And that's to me, is a verse that should stand uh, on top of you during this period of time. Remember that the God of creation loves you and will not abandon you. Uh, and we see that in Deuteronomy chapter 33, verse 27, where it says, quote, the eternal God is your refuge and underneath are the everlasting arms, end quote. Jesus knows our unseen agony. He was a man of sorrows and he was well acquainted with grief, the scriptures tell us. He will never abandon you. We must also be mindful that God is our everlasting strength. Quote from Psalm 27, verse 1, The Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? End quote. Since God fears nothing, why should we fear anything as well? The scripture also declares that God is a very present help in trouble. End quote. That's Psalm 46, verse 1. If we can't trust the all-knowing, all-powerful God of creation, who really can we trust? God wants to help us and comfort us. He wants to give us courage to confront all of our problems. He wants to give us practical wisdom to deal with everyday issues. And so as Christians, we do not fear the future. We know that the Lord stands with us, ready to come to our help. There is no situation that is too tough or too difficult for our Lord. We do not walk alone. We walk hand in hand with him every step of our life. 
We should be very mindful of Psalm 23 during these times. And we always quote Psalm 23, but we should take special attention to several of the verses now. Here God promised that the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. But then in verse 4 of that psalm, he makes mention of something that really is appropriate to what we face today. And there it says, quote, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. This is where we are now. Yes, even as we may walk through the valley of the shadow of death, God walks every step of the way with us. He was with us yesterday. He is with us today. He will be with us tomorrow. Do not be afraid, church. Stay safe and know that we love you and continue to pray with you. Let us now close in prayer at the end of this cast. Lord Jesus, I thank you for our church. I thank you for the people who love you, Father, and serve you in every possible way. And now, Lord, we call upon your name during these times of stress, during this virus issue. Lord, we ask you to protect our people, put a cloud of protection around them, and give them courage and strength not to have fear, but to know that you are with us every step of the way, that you hold our hands, that nothing will befall us that is not within your perfect will. Keep us walking in your way, Heavenly Father, and give us the strength to stay together, to pray together, to lift each other up until we can be together again in worship in church. Father, we put all of these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen.